This is the Bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. Vans. Off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. Best in the world. I'm D Jones. As always, I got my main man, the ghost, with me, and we got Ants One behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. We're headed into week two. Super excited to be back on the airwaves. Ghost, break it down what we're working with. Big up episode out here. Our boy Herman Steen came through Studio E. Uh, we've been fucking with his skating for years. I mean, this is kind of like a. Remember Force the Chief getting Hugo aboard <laughs> on mm-hmm. Zero? One of the illest things I've ever seen. This is a Force Deluxe. Herman's putting in work in them streets, and we're crossing our fingers that uh, within a year's time, when these these parts he's working on come out, our boy gets that board because he's a fucking beast on a skateboard and super hyped to get him on the pod. Young legend in the game. You get me. Then we take it, you know, straight to the post office. Steeler Nation Unite. We out here. Some fun emails this week. And then, uh, you know, a little sports talk with a celebrity guest appearance. Celebrity. You didn't even have much to say, for Christ's sake. <laughs> you know what it is. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, at The Bunt Live. Subscribe to us on YouTube, at The Bunt Live. Hit us up on our Patreon. And then head over to thebuntlive.com. Every episode logged for your listening pleasure. There might even be a couple hats and some wheels left up on the web store. So make sure you get them before they're all gone. Ghost, it's time. Shout out of the week. Saying the people need to know where to direct their attention, eh? I've got a massive shout out of the week brought to you by The Den. By skaters, for skaters, for the undying love of skate videos, an app available for free on iPhone, iPad, Android, and even Apple TV. Go download that right now. Glue yourself to the couch like I do and take in all the vids. Top quality, baby. This week, it's a throwback shout out to Bunt alum. It's the young homie Kyle Wilson. Bumped into him in Paris and let him know that somehow I had no idea Beyond the Third Wave even existed. I found it in a YouTube hole a couple weeks ago, and I've been watching his part in the Palace video on repeat ever since. So a much delayed shout out of the week to Kyle Wilson. Go check it out if you haven't already, if you were sleeping under a rock like me. Bruv, the part's pure fire. Maybe my favorite switch heel of all time with the edit of pain. The song kicks in, that switch heel back tail to open the part. It's just the thing of beauty that edits fire. The steez is impeccable. Kyle Wilson, man. When he came on the pod, we were like, yo, we need that full ass part. The people need it. You've been giving us little pieces here and there, and we need you to bring it all together. Well, that's exactly what he did about a year ago, and I just happened to miss it. But now (laughs) I'm watching that daily for motivation. Shout out, Kyle. 
only one thing left to do before we get into the episode. Ghost, we got some empty hands over here, man. It's time to fill them with some ice cold beers. It's Beamer time. Y'all know what it is. There's a new buzz in town. That's Beamer beer. If you're in Toronto and you're looking for the coldest, smoothest beer you've ever tasted, pull up to one of our favorite spots in the city, the Comrade at Queen and Broadview. Grab yourself a burger while you're at it. It's Beamer beer, baby. Crispy. And it's the real only buzz. You get me. There's nothing left to say. Let's get into this interview, baby. All right, let's get it popping. We've got Hermanstein in the building. What's cracking, man? Not much. I'm chilling in Germany right now in Stuttgart. Little Adidas trip going. That's what's up, man. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to do this with us, man. I was stoked. I was stoked that you fucking... Or was it fucking... It was... The John Dahlquist that hit you guys up, right? Fucking, I was fucking uh, surprised when you actually sent me a text. I was stoked. Kind of nervous still, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've shouted you out on the pod before. Should be no surprise. I heard it before. I was like, damn. Fuck. Yeah, I got stoked. <laughs> You're here now. No reason to be nervous, man. This is as chill as it gets. Nice. Uh, so if you've listened to the pod before you know we start every show off the same hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment one good one was like i skated with uh at uh, third army we had like this whole day we were skating we we're kind of like supposed to do this like real like real commercial thing for like some product or whatever but we just like skated and just like did back to backs and it was just like with boosnitz damn it was fucking amazing i don't know skating with him is like something else he has so much energy it's like a kid it's crazy <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's an unreal vibe yeah so that's probably one of my favorite sports moments. Mm-hmm. fuck i heard yeah i heard the pod like i probably say the same thing as most <laughs> like i don't watch sports at all but i was like a football kid when i was uh, when i was younger um i love playing I, I guess soccer and um but i remember i was loving david beckham when i was a kid and i remember just he like he was i guess he was score he did like this gnarly he scored from like halfway from the field to the fucking goal or something it was like such a gnarly fucking goal mm-hmm. that's one thing i can remember that i was like whoa but <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe fucking you guys winning the basketball tournament at the bunt it's a good oh, right there. We're trying Shit. to it's a worldwide know. thing right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to your soccer dreams, man? You picked up a skateboard. Nah, I guess. dude, I was t- skating just took over. It, I don't know. Soccer just was not interesting. I wasn't interested in that anymore. It didn't work out. The skate world thanks you for making that decision. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm stoked. Uh, take us back to the beginning, man. Where'd you grow up and how'd you get into skating? Uh, I grew up in a, a little town called Larvik. I grew up with like fucking, um, with like Deeds and like Pekka and all these guys. We are like all from the same town, but like, uh, well, I ha- actually, I had a board before that I like, I remember so good. Actually, I was like, make, I don't know how old I was, but I was maybe like five years old. Damn. And I fucking had this board. I think we all had this same board with like a wolf under it. I don't know. It wasn't like even a brand. It was like from a toy store or something. 
And I, this guy, I was like, hey, dude, you got to break my board. That was what I told him. And he broke my board. <laughs> but I wasn't, like, into skating at that time. And then I remember, like, the homie had, like, a board. And he was always, like, he was, like, one of my older, my oldest brother, Dan, uh, his best friend at the time, or still are, and he had a board, and then we all wanted a board again, and suddenly, like, I remember just borrowing his board when he, like, left the board at, his, at our house, and uh, I was just trying to roll in the streets. After that, I think my mom was just like, all right, she gave me and my brothers, like, a board for our birthdays. The funny thing about that was, like, I found the board before our birthday. It was, like, hidden in the garage or something. <laughs> And I was like, I was looking around. I don't know. I was just like, fucking, oh, it's my birthday soon. I got to look around, you know? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's so wicked. I found that board. But that was like a toy. Like my, my oldest brother got like a real board from the beginning. But me and my like other brother, we were like, we got like this fake board. But it was stoked. I didn't think about it at the time because I was like, all right, it's a board, four wheels. It was, I was stoked. I didn't, yeah, I don't know. All you need. Got the job it's done. One. It's crazy. I fucking... I remember we just like skating every day and I w we always borrow our mom's camera and just go outside in the, in the street and just skate out in front of the house. And uh, my brother was like filming me and I was like, I've been trying kickflip for so long, like forever. I don't know how many months it took, but it was like, suddenly he was just filming me random. And I was like, he got my first kickflip on video. Wow. And I was so fucking stoked. <laughs> I was like, kickflip and I landed. And I was just screaming. I don't know. <laughs> That was pretty funny. Uh, it's a magical moment for every skateboarder, yeah. man. Capture that mm. on film is wicked. You still got that clip? Yeah, fuck. I do. I actually posted it on my Instagram like a few years ago, I think. Damn. What would you consider your first big break in the skate industry? First big break? It's like I skated for like only like the Norwegian, like just like Norwegian hookup on brands, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, I guess when I first started going to the States and I was staying at Double Rock and I kind of filmed my first like Double Rock at Thrasher and stuff like that. And then I was like always like going to Deluxe and stuff. And they were like, I guess they got stoked and they were like hitting me, like hooking me up with boards and stuff. I think I had a late break. Yeah. Better late than never. What made you go to Double Rock the first time? Why? So I knew this, uh, I went to the States, fucking, it was, that's like 2014 or maybe 13, I'm not sure, but it was, uh, we went to, some of my friends knew Moose and uh, they were going to the States because we were filming for like a DC Norway uh, video and uh, I was skating for DC at the time and we were going to the States and you know, you guys know Abby Taylor? Because yeah. he was like status, like the guy, he was like staying with Moose and stuff. Mm -hmm. And suddenly he moved off to SF and like, I was like, uh, I won this contest in Amsterdam. And me and Pekka, uh, it was like, I won this, I won this contest and like the prize for it was going to New York to Damn. skate, not, not to skate the contest, but to watch the contest that was there. <laughs> which is kind of weird so i but you could bring a friend and i was like all right so i brought pekka and we just start f just filming in the streets instead of being there oh that's fire <laughs> and i was talking to Abby taylor and he was like hey i'm i'm like i'm staying in sf i'm like staying at double rock and he's like you can come over here and like stay at double rock with me or whatever and i was like oh shit all right 
and I just changed my flight to go to San Francisco instead of going back home. Sick little move. Yeah, fuck it. That was a fuck, man. That was like my first time going alone. It's kind of sketchy, mm-hmm. but it was sick. And Double Rock or Thrasher is like at such a, it's kind of a sketchy area, like Hunter's Point or whatever. Fuck, man. Young Herman in the building. Yeah, it, it was a, it was super sick. It was a great experience for sure. I was kind of, I was nervous though, because there's all these fucking, all these teams were always like, there was at the time where everybody was doing double rocks. Right. Like mm-hmm. it was always double rock edits coming all the time. I don't know if this story was around then, but speaking of San Francisco, you know, you're no stranger to getting some legendary NBDs at famous spots. But can you tell us about the time that you tried to big flip Wallenberg? <sighs> Fuck, man. I've been there too many times. I mean, I think I tried it like I've been there five times trying it. Damn, that doesn't sound fun. I remember it really good. The first, the first time I went there was uh, me and actually uh, I skated it with Antonio Durao. Oh, sick! And uh, he was trying fucking switch big heel. Jeez. And I, he was sticking it, and I was like trying to stick my big foot, but I couldn't like fully clear the stairs. I was like always smacking my nose on the last step. I was like, fuck. And that was like a, such a long battle the first time. Second time I figured out like the rolling has like, it's like this little roof that you can like, if you put the rolling further back, it's this little roof you can like throw your bore down and you can get more speed pumping down the rolling. And then the sec, actually fuck, the second time I, because the first time that was like the, fuck it's a week like in between so it's like one weekend and i w- waited like i wasn't supposed to skate it the second time i skated it because i heard ishad and some other people were skating it they were like oh herman you gotta skate it like that week or something or weekend and then i was like fuck dude i'm feeling fucking crazy right now i'm pretty tired <laughs> but forrest edwards were was on that fucking mission too and he wanted to try the big foot that i already tried mm. and i was like fuck dude like really like no so we went there and i was like watching like it's all these fucking gnarly dudes like dame berman i shot forest like all these fucking gnarly dudes and i was like looking i was just like sitting there and i was watching like forest trying the big flip and i was like <laughs> fuck dude i can't i can't i can't like i can't i can't just like give this shit away like i need to like i already tried it i gotta try it again right now <laughs> so i started warming up and I was like, all right, fuck. I'm alling the stairs. And I'm like, all right, it feels, it feels it like, it's weird because I was so tired, but it kind of felt better. And I went, like, I was like, started trying it. And suddenly I was sticking him and I was not like clipping the steps or something. I was like sticking it and not, could not roll away. But hold on, Forrest was already trying it that whole time? Yeah. But he didn't like, he didn't get close, which I, I don't know. Like I was... I was kind of happy because I was like, all right, I, I might get this shit right now. Did you talk to I was, him? I've been like thinking about it for so long and I wanted to do it. When like somebody else comes up, I'm going to be like, fuck, dude. Like, I can't like, fuck. And I, th- that brings me back that fucking Forrest tried to switch flip and the other guy will try to switch flip too. It's yeah, like the yeah. same thing. <laughs> but then he one-ups him and fucking switch backside flips instead, which is fucking crazy. But yeah, that day I fucking, I stuck it so many times until I, until I fucking rolled my ankle or something. It, like I broke my board and I think like my ankle hurts so much that I couldn't keep going. Fuck. And yeah. then I fucking, yeah, I got fucking broke off a couple of times on that. I skated with Chris Jocelyn too. The day he did fucking inward heel 
and ghetto bird fucking hell that was ridiculous but that day i fucking destroyed all my ligaments in my leg and i was like i can't skate like it felt like i broke my leg in half or something it was fucking gnarly i was screaming i was like fuck i broke my leg and just screaming out of pain because i never felt that before but i was lucky that it wasn't like the the bone but still my it took me like four months to get back or something like that damn and i think i went back like two times after that again i got close i skated with tj rogers and i got super close that time but could not roll away jeez man and this third time was fucking terrible are you done with I mean, it the fifth time was terrible no i'm not actually <laughs> fucking savage man because <laughs> um, i'm filming for this part now and i'm gonna go to the states and i'm fucking want that one need oh, that scene need that that's yeah. insane but need i don't and en- i don't envy <laughs> yeah niger styles fuck yeah <laughs> I really want to try it one more time. It's a couple of tricks actually that I tried that I need to go back for. Oh, good luck, One bro. more time at least. God damn. Have you ever been stuck in an elevator? Sometimes that could last seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, even months. Well, maybe not months or weeks or days. But eventually those doors will open and the hand will reach in and help you out. And that helping hand is CHPO brand, the worldwide leader in sunglasses and watches. CHPO brand, always doing it for the people. Can you tell us about the biggest bunt your boy Pekka has ever witnessed, aka your backlip with the Bondo? Fuck, the backlip with the Bondo? Because I remember one thing, I was going to backlip this rail, but... And we bondoed it, but it was so fucking tall. And I was like, I don't, I remember like, if it's, if it, this is the right one, um, but I'm not sure. But I remember it was so tall and I was like, I'm, fuck, I was kind of scared, I guess. And we bondoed it and uh, I board slid it. And I was like, all right. I was like rolling up to it, like going down. I'm looking at the rail and it's just fucking taller than me at the, at the top. And I was like, fuck, this is <laughs> all right. Fuck. <laughs> and... At the time, like, that was, like, at the time I started, like, skating big rails. I was, like, obsessed with fucking David Gonzalez or whatever. Fuck, did I possess the skate stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and that was, like, the that era where I was, like, oh, shit, like, yeah, I don't know. I was, like, getting hooked on rails. And I remember I was, like, no, nah, I can't do the fucking back lip. And I tried to back three to stairs instead <laughs> or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Come on, dog. You trying to get a pro board or what, man? You got to backlip everything. Fuck, man. Yeah. Maybe maybe I go back for that that one that I bunted on that he talked about. <laughs> Let's see it, man. Fuck, We're waiting. Dude. Yeah, yeah. It's not even this dude. I front boarded it like way back. This is weird. I don't know why I didn't skate it. So, we can really see the influence in your skating, but can you tell the people how Cody Mac was your favorite skater back in the day? Fuck, dude. No way. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I was I was obsessed with his fucking uh, what is this part again? Smoke and mirrors. Oh, I started doing digital. nolly bag like nolly big spins and all that shit. <laughs> toothpicks. Ah, uh, no, was that wasn't like his smoke and mirrors parts like before the toothpick era, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was that era, and then he just become more terrible, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I can't like I don't know. I'm kind of this is an embarrassing time, dude. I was fucking. 
he was fucking i, I fucking loved him at the time but now nah, fuck man <laughs> were you rocking the big shirts and doing nolly no, big spins and nolly I, big actually heels? that's the only thing i didn't i wasn't like i that was like the tight pant era for me like i was just like crew pants and fucking tie-dye t-shirts nice <laughs> strange time yeah it was a strange one i hate looking at the footage from back then the cody mac <laughs> era we heard you had a wild experience at a contest in rio what's the story there oh shit yeah we went i guess like since uh it was like me and uh, karsten Kleppan and then uh, we we're on that like the olympic kind of thing whatever it was like the sls open and uh i we were like i don't know like since we were skating for like the countries or whatever i remember we um we had one of the first to like actually like skate the park we had like practice in like in like 10 9 in the morning i don't remember but so we had to like skate then or else we couldn't skate the course and i was like fuck dude i'm tired and shit and we skating and i look at this rail that has this fucking it's not that tall to get onto but the drop is gnarly and i um i was just gonna grind it but i got fully stuck and i sent like i straight to my face but i think my elbow took most of the the impact i don't remember shit after that i got knocked out holy fuck oh that's the weirdest part like i remember like wake like i guess i was awake the whole time i just got a concussion pretty bad or whatever but i was like i, I remember when i was laying in the hospital I just was like looking at this writing on the wall or whatever, on the signs or whatever. I was like, where the fuck am I? That was like the first thing. I was like, where am I? It took me like maybe 10 seconds. Like, fuck, I'm in Brazil right now. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm here to skate the contest. Like shit came back to me pretty quick, but I was like, holy shit, dude. It was kind of scary. That's gnarly. So we heard you just got your driver's license at the ripe age of 30. Congrats. Thank you. Know you. I'm saying better late than never, but yeah. We also heard that you grinded a huge kink rail while taking your driver's test. How the <laughs> hell did that happen? I so the the story behind that was like I was like I was eyeing up this fucking kink rail for a little bit, and Pekka and me we we were all actually going to the states like almost at the same time. I was like, dude, I gotta grind this rail before before you leave. And I think this was the day before he was leaving to the states. And I was like, all right, I'm going to come to Oslo. It was like, it's in November. It was like so late. So like, you don't have light after four, like around 4 p.m. maybe. Like it gets yeah. dark, fully dark. So I was like, I woke up way too late. I was like 1 p.m. and it takes me two hours to get to Oslo. And I was like, fuck, dude. And I sent him a text and I was like, dude, I fucked up. I'm fucking sorry. And I got so pissed at myself. And I knew like... I. The homie, like, the, the, my driving instructor, he's, like, the homie. So, he loves skateboarding. And I knew I had the fucking, like, a, a lesson with him the day after. And I was like, hey, dude, you want to fucking, you want to go and, like, can we go to Oslo? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, he was like, hey, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, for what? Like, I, 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 I really want I need to get this clip. And Pekka's already left that day. So, I was like, I had to figure out who could film it. I found a homie that could film it that was pretty good at filming and I was like alright fuck it like and he was like yeah, I had to show the, the driving instructor like a, I had to show him the photo and he was like oh shit uh, he'd never been on something like this before and he's like never witnessed like skateboarding in the streets I guess like that much or whatever yeah. and he was fucking fired up <laughs> which is sick though cause like <laughs> we get there I'm driving the whole way and uh, we get there 
which is good. It's like he's like so used to traffic and shit. So he's like down there fucking watching for cars and shit since I land like into the road. <laughs> that's sick so uh he was just like he was filming and just like hey fucking it's good but i was kind of like freaking out a little bit because it was so much traffic at some point that was like hey it's good and it's like no 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 and i was like dude i can't keep going on like this this is terrible i was like getting onto a few 50 grinds just jumping out on the one side and i was like dude i can't do this this is fucking crazy the the traffic just throws me off i can't like focus at all and the one homie he's like so fired up he's like dude fucking drop in on the rail and i was like ah oh, shit all right yeah i drop in and i grinded through the whole thing and i was like god fucking damn it like i gotta do this right now and i went up and it took like a few more tries and then i just the, the first one i committed through the kink went went through the whole thing yeah wow with the driving instructor man that's legendary yeah and we drove home and he was just like we were so fucking fired <laughs> up man <laughs> that's so sick it, he 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 has a sick angle he was but the funny thing is like he he filmed it and once i land he's like he doesn't know what he's doing so he's just like fucking throws his fucking phone in there like not throwing the phone away but just like <laughs> screaming <laughs> it was so funny oh that's so sick is it the one in your new part yeah that's one that's in the new part yeah the free mag part i'm not sure that when that that thing is coming out it's supposed to come out any any moment soon i think it'll it'll be out by the time this comes out that's sick that's cool. fun yeah. is he the guy who hugs you at the end no that's the dude that made me drop in first because oh, i didn't okay, drop okay. in in the beginning like usually i like sometimes when i want to feel a kink i want to like drop in grind and just go all the way to the kink and just jump off or whatever mm-hmm. but i didn't do this do that this time and when he made me do it that like was like all right now 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 i know like fucking i need to do this fuck like once i get the thumbs up i need to commit on this yeah that was like a quick kink man it's like a 12 flat 12 or something something it was like super long one too like the rail was long yeah but the kink was short which was sketchy if you seen like like when i grind through the kink when i get through the second kink my it was kind of rusty so i almost get thrown off my front truck like lifts up the back truck a little bit so i nose grind for like a second and i my board oh, comes fuck. down it was sketchy that's fucked. i don't understand how i like kind of managed to stay on because it didn't feel right when i was on the second part of the rail like the second down part i was like i didn't have any control of what's going on <laughs> <laughs> just along for the ride yeah bro me and don will be struggling to get fucking one normal clip out here you're getting clips during a fucking driving lesson <laughs> make it make sense oh. man Fuck. that, that yeah. was like i was fired up and it just felt right going there i was just like <laughs> it was only the traffic that was like terrible mm-hmm. that's legendary can you take us back to the thrasher double rock days and your tinder swiping days <laughs> any funny stories from that era oh my god how long were you living at double rock oh fuck um the first time like the first time i went there it's crazy uh the first time i went there when obby told me i could like stay there with him and stuff jake johnson was staying there too that was pretty like i was like what what he's staying here i didn't even know like because obby didn't even tell me <laughs> sick and that was sick crazy roommate. but um the first yeah. time i didn't swipe i didn't swipe any tinder on the first time i was there but i was uh uh i would think i was like three months almost like almost the whole like a visa time and then i came mm-hmm. home and then i kind of went straight back not long after and i stayed i was like 2015 i think and uh 
Yeah, I, I, I hooked up with a couple of girls at Double Rock, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we yeah, need to hear. <laughs> the one was kind of crazy. It was it was fun, though, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> it, it, I don't know. It's crazy that those girls like actually came out there. It's fucking sketchy. Yeah, yeah we've never been there. Is, is, do you have your own rooms, or is it like just an open space? That's the space? thing. Like, at the time, that one time, I basically... No, actually, I had the first time I... It was... Uh, I had a couple of homies. And I was like, hey, can, can you guys not be in, the, in that room tonight or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like they were like yeah yeah but the girl was fucking it's not like soundproof there you know <laughs> <laughs> oh man it was gnarly that but that that girl the one girl was kind of like she was fucking over yeah I don't know she made way too much noise I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I remember the one homie was like Cause he was like fourteen or something. I was like, is that how it is? Like, is that how like, is that how it like goes down? Like, they're so loud. And I was like, I, I, I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing, dude. Fuck. Holy shit. Uh, no, that's not how it is, dude. Fuck. A little, a little bit of guidance for the young homie, man. Yeah, it was, but it fuck, man. It's yeah. a teaching moment. You don't have to perform as well as me. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god well um can you tell us about the story behind the volcom team sticker oh my god <laughs> oh fuck pekka fucking came up with some shit huh fuck yeah i don't know it was just me taking shit too serious about that stuff i remember just like fucking uh i was skating for welcome and they were like the dude that was like the tm was like yeah don't give these stickers to anyone whatever like these are team stickers and my mom was suddenly like taking my stickers and i was like mom fuck it's my team stickers you can't take those you know? <laughs> that's wicked oh dude uh, nah you gotta respect the tm man yeah it was so stupid though oh shit that's- that's funny to look back on yeah it's it's kind of funny now <laughs> i love that so speaking of your mom's she owns a skate shop in in larvik which is yeah. obviously sick as hell what's the story behind the shop and do you ride for your mom's oh, fuck man i'm um so the story behind it is uh my mom has always been like the skate mom i guess like in norway like she's like known as a skate mom like when every time like she because we she drove us and me and my bro- brothers to like all the contests. She drove us like we did like three road trips to Barcelona just for us to skate. But they got like a vacation out of it because my mom doesn't nice. fly. She has like a she's f- afraid of flying. Mm-hmm. So we did the road trips. So like she's like the big uh, reason. Like she's like the most like committed person in like our skate community in my hometown. So because of her, like we had, like we got the skate parks and we got the outdoor park and all that shit. Wow. Because of her kind of. And then uh, after a little while, skate shop was like kind of disappearing. And we didn't have one. We had a local skate shop that closed down. And then the other skate shops in the area, like in the other cities around was like also closing down. It was like no skate shops. And she was like, oh, I should start a skate shop. 
And we were like, oh, that would be fucking sick. And she was like, uh, <laughs> what should I name the skate shop? I was like, obviously, you're the fucking Mama Skate. You're, it's Mama Skate Shop, obviously. <laughs> oh, that's sick. Wow. So uh, she did that. And it's still like, it's still just like a small little skate shop. You just like sell that much. Like it's just like boards, trucks, wheels and all that stuff. And, uh, mm-hmm. but we make sure that she, she, she gets like, when she asks like, what kind of boards do I like, do I need in the shop? It's just like, it's easy for us to know like fucking all the yeah. good shit, you know? So she's just like, mm-hmm. it's funny. Cause she's like the only person that has, cause I guess FA and stuff doesn't sell to like skate shops that has snowboarding and shit. It has to be like a core skate shop. So she's mm-hmm. like only like one of the only shops in Norway that has like FA and like hockey and sick. That's far. And all the deluxe brands and all that stuff. Did she take your stickers to sell them at the shop? <laughs> Dude, she asked me for stickers the other day, like right before I went on this trip. <laughs> She's like, you got stickers? Like, yeah, like, I, I probably got stickers, but I fucking, I can't find the sticker box. I was like, if you find it, just take whatever. Except for the team That's stickers, sick. man. Yeah, it's the yeah, team stickers, man. Those. Leave them alone. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah, she's fucking, she's sick, dude. She's fucking, she's the superhero when it comes to the skate community in, in Larvik, for sure. She sounds like a certified legend. She is a certified legend, 100%. Hell yeah. So, Herman, this is a request from your boy, but can you sing the phrase Nabler Live by Bjorn <laughs> Brando? Oh, my God. Yeah, maybe I can. <clears throat> if I got the vote for it. Nabler <laughs> Live! Oh man, it's from like a famous Norwegian fucking what is it? Like a famous Norwegian, uh, like a dance music, I guess, Mm, something like that. That was impressive, man. I didn't know what to expect. (laughs) (laughs) I I felt like I I guess I had to do it. Fuck man, (laughs) who who requested that? Was that Pekka too? I think I think Dan. Oh oh my god! All right, yeah. That was worth it. Thank you. That is my brother. That's my older oh, really? brother. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sick. <laughs> Yo, so speaking of Dan, we heard you guys got chased by an off-duty police officer. How'd that Fuck, go down? Dude, that was fucked. That dude was fucking crazy. So we were driving back to Oslo. I was going to stay at my brother's crib. And I was kind of falling asleep in the car. This guy was like, I guess he was like kind of blinking on us. And he was like, cause we were on like the left lane. I guess he wanted to come past. And we were like, but my brother got so pissed off cause he was using his lights to like, cause if he's a cop on duty, he can just use the fucking, I don't know, like the blue lights or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we go to the, we just ch- change lanes. He fucking, he was coming like about to like pass us. And my brother just flips him off. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, he's like blinding him I guess and it's just like that dude was not having it like seeing that finger he was like nah this is not not happening he's, then he was like always like he, he instead of going like just keep driving he went slower and got behind us again kept fucking like blinding him and I was still like sleeping a little bit but then he's like hey Herman Herman like wake up uh, this dude is fucking crazy damn he uh he just like kept doing that for so long we were like driving to Oslo. it's like a two-hour drive 
And he was like, we were kind of on the halfway point, and I was like, fuck, dude, like, I'm just gonna call the, we were like, hey, call the cops, like, just call the cops on this dude. And we call the cops, and I tell him, like, what's happening. And they were like, yeah, we're like, we're in the highway here, whatever. And they were like, all right, we're gonna send out a car. And then my mom rings and tells us that, hey, you guys gotta stop, like, you have a cop, like, right behind you. And we were like, really? Is that dude a fucking cop? And we stopped. And the dude fucking... We stop. He comes up. And he's like, dude, you like... He, the first thing he says, like... Dude, you guys fucking... You, we're, I'm not having... Like, you're showing me the finger. Like, uh, I'm a fucking police officer. Whatever. Like, throwing that card. And we're like, why are you like... But if you're a fucking police officer, like, why are you not... At, at first, you can't, like, just abuse your, like your power like your authority like that i don't guess mm-hmm. like and you're not on duty yeah so it's it was like fucking he was like the thing is like he was like gonna have like let my brother have it it looks like it was gonna punch him or something like do something to him because it was fucking he was crazy he was coming in hot and i told him like he was taught i had my phone in my hand he was like no you're not doing that we're like filming me or whatever and i was like but i told him like dude i called the cops on you and then he was wow. like, oh, you called the cop, like, fuck. And he was like, he had to just wait. And could, like, he, then he was like, he just turned around and just went back to his car. And sitting there <laughs> until the cops came and the cops just making up excuses for him. Like, dude, yeah, he has like this new advanced car. Like it had to, it stops by itself and like, uh, whatever, this and this. And he was like, yeah, but that dude was like literally like fucking blinding my brother while he was like driving and stuff like that. So, like, since they heard our story first, when I called them, like, what was happening, they obviously know, like, the dude is not on duty and blah, 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 but he was a cop. And I don't know, it's, it's weird that they, like, making up these excuses for it. It's like, it's not like a right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I hope that dude got, like, fucking fired or something, dude. You can't have, like, gnarly dudes like that. Uh, probably not. I highly doubt I it. I don't know, but... like, states is, like, next level. Yeah. Norway is pretty mellow, but it's like it's some just one of those dudes. Like, cause in Norway, if you're like crazy, like you don't become a cop. Like they they won't let you. That's that's probably good. <laughs> you like you become a security guard with no authority, basically. And that's that's about it, I guess. Well, I'm glad it didn't uh, escalate. Because usually every time I met a cop, they're pretty mellow. Like we never yeah. get kicked out by cops. Anything here in Norway, that never happens. Almost. It sounds like the way it should be. Hmm. mellow cops that aren't allowed to be crazy yeah yep. it's just like hometown heroes kind of deal i think like just people that don't like skateboarding or maybe it's like yeah. some security guards that got to throw you away but they can't do anything so it's like it's pretty like keep the bus factory in norway is pretty mellow like you don't get tickets for skating or anything Hmm. so you went pretty nuclear in 2022 with an insane real part and a thunder part what are you cooking up for the people this year, man? Hopefully that elusive pro board happens for you soon. Fuck, dude. In our humble opinion, you've been skating like a pro for years, but uh, what are you cooking Thank up for you. the people, man? Yeah, fuck. Um, now, that part that I filmed with Pekka, that I hope is going to come out real soon. I'm working on this part with Torsten Frank that's for Pocket Mag. Sick. That we're filming on. Like, I think I'm... This is my last trip for filming for that video part, I think. So I'm going to try to get all the last shit for that part on this trip. And then the last the last part I'm working on is a real video part. Nice. 
But nice big one. I'm try. I'm gonna try my best for it. We'll see. So three parts. Three parts. Damn. The real one might not come out this year, but I don't know. Fuck, man. I I just I want to like really focus on that one and just make it as good as I can. Kind of. Got to get for back sure. to the Berg. Make it, yeah. yeah. Make it so they have no other option but to bless that pro board, man. I will yep. see. I don't know. I had like, I mean, like that shit's like. I thought about like since I've been on real for a little bit, but it's like, and sometimes that pops in my head, like, fuck, man, like it's possible. Like I never had like I guess like earlier in my life, like actually turning pro was like, fuck, man, that's I. I never thought that would ever happen to me at all. And I know there's a possibility, but it's like I don't like to think about it. It kind of stresses me out a little bit. I don't know. It feels like I don't know. I skate better when I don't think about stuff like that. Obviously, it's like my biggest dream. Obviously, but it's like I don't sure about like the thought about fucking now. Oh, they're gonna turn me pro, or they're not gonna turn me pro. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't like that thought at all. Yeah. So these days, it's a little easier to make it and have a pro career without living in the states but it's not always the case do you think it's hindered you a little bit that you've never permanently lived in the u.s maybe i don't know i guess that can i don't know maybe that depends on companies like what the companies want or whatever i don't know obviously it's easier now to be wherever you want to be but maybe i should be more in the states i don't know i'm going back now soon though so i have good contact with the dudes too so it's not like we're talking yeah, I mean, looking at your parts, you have lots of footage in the states, and like most of your parts, anyways, it seems like you do have a good balance of Europe and the states. Yeah, yeah, it was especially especially after going uh, going to the states a bunch in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think that 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 was the thing. I guess like that helped me out. That was like I kind of I don't know, kind of like say like I forced my way in there because I was like always going there, you know. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I got, mm-hmm. I get real boards from like the the distribution in Norway, and then I was like, if I ever like want to live off skateboarding as I want to, I gotta go over to the states, and I just start going over there. And I, the guy Anders in Norway was like, yeah, Herman is coming to the states. Like, can you guys hook him up with boards? And I was like, just kept doing that shit, you know. Yeah, give him no choice, man. Keep crushing. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Can you take us behind the scenes on your back tail from? Uh, I think it was in your real part. The first yeah, trick. the Cardiel Hubba. Yeah, epic. I've been there. That thing's scary as fuck. Yeah, that was sketchy. There was like um, that day was like I remember I heard that uh, Kevin Bradley tried or wanted to try it or something, but th- I guess they never went there. I guess they uh, they unnobbed it. I think they were filming for one of the Supreme videos. It was like 2018, mm. so that has to be blessed, maybe. Okay. Is that blessed? Yeah, I think so. Anyway, um, nobody tried the back tail, I guess. And I was like, fuck, dude, I, I, I kind of want to try it because I... But he skates the other way. Yeah, no, he has the gnarly side. Holy shit, he wanted to do that crazy. side. Um, yeah. But I guess they like, never went back. And like Mac Sharf, he, um, the guy that like filmed for Deluxe or whatever, he, uh, he hit up the one dude. I don't remember who he hit up. It was like, hey, is he doing the back tail or not? And then we're like, I don't know if sure if he got a, a good, like a proper answer out of it. But I, uh, we were like, fuck, dude. It was like, it was getting to my last day. And we were like, oh, we need another, fuck, we need like a good clip. 
And I'm like, fuck, dude, like, let's go to the fucking hubba. And it was like, I think I had to leave for the airport, like, 40 minutes after getting to the hubba. So I was kind of stressing oh. out. Oh, wow. God. You're crazy. So I was, like, grinding it. And I was like, fuck, dude, this is sh- fucking sketchy. <laughs> and uh, I was, like, rolling up one time. I think I was betting money. And I was like, but I was like, if I'm not jumping on the back tail on this one, I'm never doing it. And I jumped on the back tail and I slid the whole way. And I was like, fuck. All right. Now I got it. This Now I got it. And then I was like, I think it, it was, it took me some tries. Because the, the landing's like uphill. So I was always like flying over. Yeah, yeah. Into the road. And then I got one where I go, like, I'm not that satisfied with the landing because I'm, like, going fakey, and then I go to the blind bumps, and then I kind of have to jump, kind of like a slip out at the same time, like, jumping off because it's like a pole right there. No, that was sick. You, like, stayed on the curb. But it's like, I was like, hey, does that fucking count? It was sick how you stayed on the curb. Yeah, f- fuck, man. I wish I could stay on longer. The blind bumps throw me off. But uh, I was like, dude, did this fucking count? And they were like, yeah, yeah, this counts. And I'm like, oh, shit. All right, let's fucking leave for the airport. <laughs> I had to go. I had to bounce. That's fucking crazy. I have another trick for it. Actually, I I did another trick on that hub uh, for that real video. For the new one coming out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year, Damn. I did another trick on it. I had a, It was a real ad in Thrasher, I think. Not oh, it already came ago. out? The, just the ad, but the, the 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 footage is not out. What was it? I missed it. I did a Susky on it. Holy Ooh. fuck! Damn. Damn. So I was super hyped on that one. Mandem's cooking. Looks sick. So aside from the three parts you're working on, which is obviously a lot, what's next for you, man? What do you What else you got in the works? Just fucking, I guess, just skating. I fucking, I, I have no plans other than those parts and then just keep skating i guess film film video parts just keep doing it i fucking love doing that shit it's so fun yeah <laughs> it's like i don't have that many uh different plans though not that i can think of right now i mean you got three video parts coming out you don't need many more plans than that yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of <laughs> keeps pretty fucking busy right there yeah Donald, imagine that imagine having more than one <laughs> let alone three <laughs> I don't think that's an option for, for guys <laughs> like us, man. But I'm stoked that I got to finish Pekka's part. Like now when I finished that one I was like I was like, Alright, fuck and finally I finished this one. That's yeah, and you, you don't you don't slack off for any of them. That's the crazy part. Like you put out <laughs> videos that come out like more in the Euro European scene and you go just as hard as like a real part or something. Which is hats off, man. That's fucking tough. Thanks. I fucking, uh, I don't know. It's just in my mind. I need to like, I want to, I don't want to fucking slack at all. I want to do, I want to like the video parts that I'm making. I, I want to do shit different too. And the, the part with Pekka is like a little different because I'm usually like always skating impact and stairs and shit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I managed to do a little bit different kind of stuff for this one. A little bit more yeah. like manuals and whatever, like mix it up a little bit because it gets a little boring if you do the same shit all the time for sure i think was it i can't remember which part it was but you had a kickflip nose manny down down a hill that looks so sick oh that's the thunder one yeah 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 Yeah. yeah. doesn't always have to be like skating 15s and shit no no and your tech too so it's like you can do both you got the front yeah, shove, front nose grind shove, back 180 fakie, 50 flips and shit. 
if you've got the skill, you might as well fucking put it on display and not kill your body every time you skate. Yeah. That's the thing with the real part. I really want to get everything together. Like mm-hmm. the impact, the rails, the tech, the whatever you can get, you know? Fuck yeah, G. Looking forward to all three parts, man. Keep killing it. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. It's Rapid Fire with the Ghost. And with Hermanstein in the building, it's only right that we're brought to you by Real Skateboards this week. The latest from Real is shipping to finer skate shops worldwide right now. So make sure you run. Don't walk to your local shop. Man, we got Ashad Twin Tails out here. We got the My Favorite Skate Series, Mason featuring Brandon Westgate, Jimmy Wilkins featuring Nora, Nicole featuring Grant Taylor. Just an absolute barn burner of a drop. And what I'm super excited to test out, the deeper wheel well boards. I may or may not have just gotten a box. You did a couple Ashad 8.5s, a little big for me, but I got some deep impact fishing to do, if you know what I mean. Wish me luck in them streets. Real, holding me down, holding the skate world down. It's a beautiful thing, man. Go and get yourself a real skateboard today. All right, Herman, you know what time it is. Don't be scared, man. You, you dig? A little rapid <laughs> fire still. Uh, let's get it. All right, favorite skater? Fucking, oh, man. Too many. Grant Taylor. I've been watching way too much Grant yeah. Taylor lately. <laughs> favorite video? I guess I've watched fucking since day one forever when that came out. That's one of my favorite videos for sure. Hell yeah. Uh, Jim, we need you to put james hardy's part online come on now oh shit that part's so sick most of the parts are on youtube now but hardy's isn't yet we need that really damn you gotta get that shit on (laughs) favorite video part cardiel and side and scene favorite style gt fucking gt grant taylor which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate Woo! i would say Andrew Reynolds. Yeah, you can see that in your skating. You got the beast frontside flips and back threes, and you stopped doing nollie biggies, so it's proper. Yeah, we changed we changed it up. <laughs> Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth. Dude, that's a couple. I would say Tiago Lemos and fucking Gustav Tunison. Ooh, nice. Favorite trick? Switch front stroke. Hardest trick for you? Switch hard flip or switch backside flips. It's impossible. Most illegal trick. Damn, it's so many of those. I was thought I thought about actually this trick the other day, but the trick that people did, like the fucking front board to board slides, terrible. The am shuffle or whatever oh, they call yeah. it. Oh. Yeah. That one's terrible. Or like fucking I guess wheelie grinds. Yeah, wow. Absolutely brutal. Um Audio burials in general. Except for Brad Cromer, I guess. Shuffle. Yeah. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? It's actually one of the, maybe that frontside flip I did in that thunder part. I like I like how I did it, kind of. Yeah, you kicked it out like a ninja. It was like yeah, it was like fucking. I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my foot right there? I kind of liked it. <laughs> Worst trend you've been a part of? Late flips and late shoves and all that stuff. <laughs> I was a late flipper when I was a kid. I did that shit so much. Damn gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed fuck it tiago switch flip front board that rail was fucking crazy hell yeah what's the one trick that got away 
Fuck, Bigfoot Wallenberg still. Damn, for sure. And this... Not for long. Not for long. Then uh, back 180 down this double set that I tried for like a long time ago. It's like if it, I could never... Like I always landed on it, but I could never roll away. And I think actually Hator actually mentioned that shit in his fucking podcast. Oh, damn. damn. If I'm not... He mentioned me like doing this back 180 that I never did. <laughs> Go get it, man, for that real part. <laughs> yeah, I got to get that one. What's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed? I guess um, we've gone to this fucking rail that my brother wanted to kick the crook. Been there so many times, he never, he like never fully committed to it ever. We've been there like, it's like been like maybe a decade. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, is that Dan? That's probably, that's yeah, Dan. That's probably one of the biggest bunts I have. Big Dan. He tried. He's been trying to do this trick with Kirk, but it. Nah, dude, never went. We that. need him to stick that. If you're gonna big flip Wallenberg, he's got to land that for like a guest trick in your part or something, man. Dude, I wish. Let's go, Broski. Fuck, that would be sick. <laughs> yeah, let's go, fucking a, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's what's the last new trick you learned? The fake alley to front blunt, like a the fake alley into the switchback nose blunt or whatever. Like oh nice, oh, sick, hell yeah. Those ones, I kind of want to get those to the street. And the fakey flip, like the, the front nose. Nice. Okay. Those two, hell I've been yeah. working on those a lot lately. Kind of just learned them. Just do both of those in a line. That would be sick. Yeah, with the oh. switch tray in the middle. It's just like we don't have any good ledges in Norway. We got to go to a skate park to find a good ledge. True. Dream job after skating. Fuck, man. Fuck. I have no idea what I want to work as. I uh, Probably something in skateboarding for sure. It's fucking skateboarding. It's like, I don't know. It's my life. 100%. It has to be something with skateboarding. Respect. If not, fucking, I I've started building a lot of shit like DIY stuff, and I kind of like doing it. So maybe something with concrete. I don't know. Nice. Favorite local brand. It's my mom's shop all day. Obviously. <laughs> Favorite local skater. I gotta say Deeds. Hell yeah. Nice. Easy. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Cyrus shoes. Favorite teammate ever? Fuck, Boosnitz. Worst teammate ever? Oh, my God. Fuck, dude. All of them pretty fucking cool. I'm going to say Jekyll. (laughs) 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 Worst company? Uh, Fuck, there's so many. I can say the fucking one. Actually, that's a local local, uh, brand in Norway. It's shit skateboards. Fucking probably the worst <laughs> brand. It's, it literally says itself. Shit skateboards. Wow. It's shit. Oh, dude. God. That's pretty terrible. Jesus. Worst trend. That trend that was fucking the no comply, fucking kind of like a. You look like you're dancing almost doing that no comply, boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? <laughs> that shit was oh, yeah, like- terrible. River dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Worst style. That was terrible. Worst style, dude. Fuck. Jagger eating. Oh! oh. <laughs> Damn. You saying you don't love his arms? No, not really. <laughs> he's gnarly, though. He's, he's gonna... Have, he, he's gnarly. He's fucked, but... Yeah, of course. Um, all right, man. Last but not least, last person you want on the sesh. 
since I'm in Stuttgart, I'm just gonna say Lem Villamy. Oh! Oh! Damn! Isn't that like ex-teammate, man? He doesn't ride for Adidas anymore, but... He's just way... It's too... It's no... Nothing is positive. Everything's just complaining. Well, wow, it's fucking terrible. Damn. Yeah, one of those Because I've been on a couple trips with him, and it's just fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I forgot about it. Everybody him. knows the one, man. You can't deal with that type of energy, man. Stuff. Yeah. It's draining dealing with that shit, man. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Nah, it's not cool. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up our interview. Dude, can't thank you enough for coming on the show, man. That was fun. Dude, thank you guys for having me. Of course, man. It was sick. What's up? Looking forward to all your parts, man, for damn sure. Keep your That's eyes peeled crazy. on Herman. Thanks, dude. Young boss out here, man. got mail welcome back to the post office let's get things started real quick ghost who we got up first first up we got an email from p shiesty yo guys i feel wasteful and like i've got shoe madness you know when your shoes squish out and it feels like you're just wearing socks my shoes always do that before i tear through the upper I'm not a huge guy, but I do skate almost every day and frequently skate down stuff, so it makes sense my soles go quickly. But I'm wondering, is it normal? Am I being wasteful, or would you guys just skate new shoes to be comfortable? What does it take for you guys to lace up new shoes? I do hand my shoes down to people who need them, so I can't be that wasteful. I skate Vans Classics, so they wear out pretty quick, whether it's a hole in the side of them or just the Vulk wearing through quite fast, but... Yeah, man, I go through shoes pretty quick, and I don't feel bad about it either, man. Just hand them down, leave them at the park. If someone grabs them and finds a new life in them, then that's the best you can do. Yeah, you're not doing anything wrong at all, man. I don't know why you even felt the need to email in about that. If you're handing them down, it's all good. And you should never put anything before being comfortable when you skate, man. Only got one set of feet, and you don't want to injure them just being... Just trying to do the right thing and put holes in your shoes doesn't make sense bro keep doing what you're doing do whatever the hell you want yeah all right next up we got an email from jack Tolliday. yo what's good bunners love the pod re-listening to all the apps from the start and just got to the cromer episode the manny cake story in that episode is the greatest moment in bunt history I was pretty obsessed with the first Bunt Champ vid, watched it shitloads of times, and the second one was also Beast, but I think it missed the tunes. What are we saying about a remix with some Dipset? Uh, first off, that Manny Cake story is absolutely all time. Me and the Ghost talk about it a lot, but we need to release like a top 10 stories episode or something one day maybe christmas time or something i don't know but it needs to be done and that one will be pretty high on the list yeah maybe the listeners can help us too and email in their top fives or something or top threes and then we can just like compile them from there because i'm not trying to re-listen to everything to find the best stories but it would be fun to make that episode no, that'll be off off the top of our head for sure man yeah um shout out cromer yeah definitely missing some tunes but when you're going on Thrasher, uh, you got to get rights to stuff, so it just complicates things. But, yo, we are going to put out 
a little extended version of the Bun Jam video, so maybe we'll throw some tunes on that version. Coming soon, in the next few weeks, hopefully. Extended edit, you get me? Extended, B. Alright, next up, we got a voice note from Jack Ravel. Let's take a listen. Fun boys, um, in the Nick Trapasso video edit, you guys said you reviewed Brendan Beeble's video part and Dono gave him a 93 record score. And then you guys said you weren't going to release the edit. Come on, boys, the people want it. Thanks, Bunk Cunts. Damn, I don't even remember. Did we not release the, the Beeble review? I don't know why we would have held that back. Hmm. Interesting. I feel like I need to re-listen to the Nick Trapasso thing because I actually don't even remember what you're referencing, Jack. But if we do have a video review that we didn't put out, we'll put it out. Or maybe we'll even do a new one. Who knows? <laughs> Dude, that Brandon Beeble part, though. Oh, it's one of the best. All right, next up, we've got an email from Liam Anus, or Anus, however you want to say it. Yo, guys, hope all is well. Major fan of the show. You know the drill. But for fuck's sakes, man, I'm listening to some of the new season, Jake, Jake Hayes' episode, and it's just getting started. You know I'm from the Boston area. To hear Safer really rooting for the damn heat like that to the NBA playoffs is just disheartening, man. Puts a damn sour taste in my mouth. Fuck sakes, Hevs. Thought you boys were some ride-or-die Boston respecters. I get it, I get it. There will always be a nice rivalry to all you up in Canada when it comes to hockey and baseball, etc. I get that you could never root for the Bruins, but damn, G. Y'all really wanted the heat? That's crazy. Like I was dead-ass, go fucking Raptors when they were on their way and won it that year. Fucking hype for Toronto, man. But damn, I thought y'all were more loyal than that. Sheesh. The finals were absolutely boring as shit. Miami flopped like a sloppy dildo made of jello. Butler is a legend, but he couldn't carry them. Denver made history and not even Jokic gave two shits. The people want to be entertained. All I'm saying is us Bostonians and Canadians, we got to stick together, man. Yo, I've never heard of this world in which toronto people are supposed to be loyal to boston the boston celtics like what what kind of crack are you smoking and jimmy butler did carry them all the way to the finals and he's only human man like that was a juggernaut they went against and yeah i'm heat nation over the celtics all day every day man come on as far as a fan goes and just watching the finals it was absolutely dog shit boring like I think Boston could have given them a, a little bit better run for their money for sure. Like Denver was destined to win no matter who was in the way. But like Safe said, aside from Tom Brady, like I don't think there's a, a fan base as a whole I have a more of a rivalry against than Boston, man. Like the Bruins are absolutely number one on my most hated list. <laughs> It used to be like an Ottawa-Montreal mix, but I actually just despise the Bruins and prey on their downfall this year. Um, and then the Celtics, I've never had like any love-hate for the Celtics or the Red Sox, to be honest. It's mostly just like the Bruins just do it for me in all of sports, man. 
Yeah, I don't know where, like, I feel like Homie's making up this thing about, like, I don't know why he thought we had some loyalty. Like, we, we love Boston, and we, we made a lot of good friends in the Boston skate scene, but that has nothing to do with sports rooting. You get me. <clears throat> and if you know me and Donald, we also love Miami. I, I go to Miami as often as I can. Been to a bunch of heat games down there, so I was never going to root for the Celtics over the heat man and yes the finals would have been probably way more entertaining had the celtics got there but fucking tell that to your boys man they fucking choked against the heat so whose fault is that, that was a, don't that was yeah don't good. come after butler for fucking beating your squad like come after yours be mad now at they your got squad. drew man oh yeah Woo. now it's fucking they go now it's on and popping over there in boston real shit all right, next up, we got an email from Big Nathan. What's good, big dog? Yo, what up, Bunk Gang? What are some hidden gems around Toronto? Looking for more stuff to do downtown. and Get Max Palmer on the pod. Um, lots of hidden gems in Toronto, man. Downtown. Gotta stop by Beast Pizza, man. Grab yourself a Beamer and a pizza. Epic combo right there. Uh, Bathurst local right across the street from Dunbat. They got a nice burger on the low there. Also grab oh. a beamer there. You know what I'm saying? Um, fuck. What else? Go if you're in the East End, go to the Comrade. Might be my favorite burger in the city right now. Grab a beamer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the most shameless advertising. For Beamer beer I've ever heard, but he ain't lying, man. You can head over to Classic Watering Hole City Pool, play a couple of games of pool, get a Beamer. <laughs> um, you could go to Danny's Pizza, Woo! new spot yeah. up on College, absolutely packed, night in, night out. We went there, I think it was last week. Hit him up for the Holy Trinity, Caesar salad, mozzarella sticks pepperoni pizza morgan smith got some dusty kale pizza that we were forced to eat <laughs> and obviously some cold beamers you know just check out the beamer instagram and wherever they're selling beamers that's where you need to be in toronto man real shit don't forget the burger and beamer combo at allen's it's a bit of a, a theme extra burger and a beamer like me and donald love burgers so where there's good burgers Dude. in toronto there's great beer and that's a beamer. And if you're trying to turn up, they got beamers at apartment 200. You can turn that shit up to 40, man. Woo. Like that is certified bunt jam Saturday night after party locale. And now they got beamers in there. It's over. I mean, if you're looking for a variety in your pizza game, you can also go to uh, Bar Poet. You know what I'm saying? Get a little honey pepperoni style pizza. A little beamer very action. Nice. You already know, man. Very, the list goes very on. Nice. Oh, and then if you're like on a little date night, you know, your wifey likes cocktails, take her over to Montauk, get her a cocktail, get yourself a cold Beamer while you're there. You know, we could keep going if you'd like. I mean, if you're not into the meat world and you want some Michelin style things, you know what I'm saying? Some uh, plant-based things, you can always go to Gia, mm -hmm. get yourself a nice Beamer. So, love that. You know. This is what it is. If you're looking for a dive bar in the East End and some awesome bartenders bringing the vibes, pop, pop into Lloyd's, you know what I'm saying? Queen East. <clears throat> Anyways, 
Yeah. Also, brand new spot that uh, Beamer's in, far side oh. over there on Girard. Yep. Gotta love it. And even if you're even more east, you could head down to uh, Beaches Classic, Stone Lion. Oh. All types of food, huge menu right there on Queen Street, Queen Street East, heart of the beaches, and they got ice cold beamers too. Coldest beer in the world, man. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving here. Next up, we've got an email from Michael Riley. Hey, Michael from New Hampshire here. Been listening for a while, but now a weekly one by the end of last season. There's so many things I love about the show, so this email could go for days, but I'll just sum it up with a thank you. You guys really hit the nail on the head with this whole operation. Wow. One question is for Seifa. Gotta love this. Which is who on the Celtics or why the Celtics have warranted your wrath of calling them the cockroaches. (laughs) I forget how old that episode is, but it stuck with me because you showed a lot of respect for how good they are. But you also, maybe your opinion has changed with Toronto getting their ring. Either way, us Boston and Toronto fans were in it together against the diva LeBron and all the East wanted to root for against Cleveland, Miami. But from a huge cockroach ass Celtics fan, much love to your show and much love to y'all teaching me about Canada and all the legends to come from there. P.S. Shout out to Donald for putting on for us blue collar guys. Tin knocker over here, G. Okay. <laughs> Tin knockers, the real deal, man. Hell yeah. Always making us move our pipes around in the fucking ceiling. Do things twice. Um, Celtics fans are hot and heavy in the fucking emails this week, G. Thanks for that email. Appreciate the, the compliments. Means a lot. Appreciate you taking the time to email in. And the I called them the cockroaches because... I don't know when that was, but last last few years, like every time they go down and they're in an elimination situation, Tatum just like goes bananas. Like what was that two years ago against the Bucks? The Bucks were up three-two, and Tatum just goes berserk. Same thing. They just did that. Oh, to Philly this year. Philly was up what three-two, I think, and then they just shit on Philly for the next two games. And that shit would just drive me crazy. Same thing in the past. Like, now you are right. I did root for the Celtics because I my disdain of LeBron is even bigger. So when they take on LeBron, like that team with young rookie Tatum when he dunked on him and shit, and they fucking lost in Game Seven, and Scary Terry missed like a thousand threes. That was so hard to watch. But um, they're just a really good team, and it's more of a. It is a respect thing, but it's annoying when you're rooting against them because you're like, all right, we have them right where we want them, and then you fucking... You guys beat us in the bubble, too, for fuck's sakes. Anyways, it's respect, They cooked us in the bubble, man. Huh? They cooked us in the bubble. Yeah, we barely... Our team looked like shit out there. That win with uh, OG's buzzer beater was fucking crazy, though. Thank you, Michael. All right, next up... We got an email from Christian Backus. What's up, Bunt Gang? It's CJ from Washington State with a romantic question for D. Jones and the Ghost. I'm planning on proposing to my girlfriend of eight years pretty soon, and I'm thinking of taking a week-long honeymoon in Canada. What is your recommendation for a couple's retreat in the Great White North? You should also get Gravette on the show to fire back at Taylor Kirby for naming him last person you want on the sesh. Put some respect on a PNW legend, Taylor. 
Much love from an OG bunthole. <laughs> I would either go far west coast or far east coast, to be honest with you. I would avoid, like, Toronto's, like, two, like, city vibes to, like, really, you know, have that retreat vibe. I guess you could do, like, Montreal, Quebec City. It's pretty beautiful, but, like, brutally cold in the winter. Um, yeah. I would say, man, maybe hit the Maritimes. Like, my foreman I'm with at work right now just went on a three-week trip through the Maritimes. He did, like, Halifax, New Brunswick, Newfoundland, and then ended up proposing to his girlfriend at the end of it. And he said it was absolutely epic. So maybe I'd do that, man. Head out the East Coast. Yeah, there's some insanely stunning visuals out there on the East Coast. If you're uh, an ocean man, I'm sure you could find some nice, like, Airbnbs on the water. Or I don't really know exactly what you're looking for. But um, another thing, it depends what time of year, too. If you're into, like, snowboarding and you're trying to do this in the winter, I would definitely go to Banff. Like, it's also just ridiculously beautiful out there. Just driving there from, like, flying to Calgary and that... That drive is just stunning, and there's so many epic lakes and winter activities. But I've never thought about. I feel like like Canadians probably usually honeymoon, get the fuck out of Canada. So I've never thought of Canada as a destination for one. But fuck, man, it's a beautiful, beautiful country. And depending on what kind of terrain you're into, from the west coast to the east coast to the mountains in the middle, just just avoid the prairies, maybe. <laughs> Just avoid a... everything in the middle, G. <laughs> yeah, what's that spot in, in uh, BC? Tofino? Isn't that just supposed to be hella beautiful? Oh, shit. Tofino, that might be the late clutch one. I've never been, but anyone I know that's been, like, just, just do some quick Google images searches on Tofino. I think that's one of those places where you can, like, surf and snowboard, like, in the same day type shit, and... Every picture I've ever seen from there looks incredible, and any friend that's been says it's like magical. So, good call, Donald. Yeah. Yep, I haven't been either. All right, next up, we've got an email from Josh Hansen. Yo, what's up from Bismarck, North Dakota, Hillside Skate Park, 701, bitch? You know how we live. <laughs> My question is about board graphics. Do you two have a favorite graphic from the past that you have as a wall hanger or one you want but don't have? Much appreciation for the pod, boys. Keep them coming. Oh, shit. Let's do a favorite one we have and then one that we want. Um, when I started collecting boards, I pretty much just went with all my homies that have gone pro. You know, like close homies, like classic ones like Morgan and Bobby and Spencer and shit like that. And uh, we've become really close with James Hardy, and he sent me one, his real board that has the Alabama A as Hardy in there. Sick. So that one's fucking epic. I like that one the best on my wall right now. I have a few up, but they weren't because they were my favorite. It was just because the color scheme kind of worked. But I have uh, I have one of Spenny's like second or third boards with Expedition, so I'll just go with that one. Just because it's uh, the one pro homie board that went on my wall because it works with the color scheme. Shout out Spence. And then one that I want that I don't have. Um, you just go with uh, any of those Scott Kane bootleg boards, man. I just used to love oh. the shit out of, out of all the bootleg 
um art direction was always on point jay strickland yeah. was a beast in those days that is epic i'd like to get a woo welsh aesthetics board like palace just did a collab with uh I guess they just remade some aesthetic boards and I tried to get the Welsh one, but I couldn't. So if anybody out there has one of those, they're <laughs> giving it away for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Send> it over. <laughs> All right. One more email for the week. Steelers fans unite. Sup, guys. Seifa, I would like to welcome you on Steeler Nation after pledging your allegiance before the beginning of the season. Please tell me you're still fully committed after this dog shit offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, is blowing it. The fourth and one shotgun formation formation play call is just the tip of the iceberg of what's coming ahead this season. I guess I don't really have a question here. I'm just a diehard Steelers fan. Just know once you become a Steelers fan, you've joined a fan base that is everywhere, not just in different cities in America, but all over the world. They got Steelers bars even in Italy watching the game and stuff that I've had homies visit. Um, anyhow, if you haven't jumped ship already, keep your head up and hopefully Mike Tomlin will finally kick Matt Canada's dusty ass out of Pittsburgh. Out of Pittsburgh. He's by far the worst thing to happen to us in franchise history and needs to leave. D. Jones, you're not really doing too, too well either if you're still rooting for the Patriots. Bella, you know he jumped off that wagon real quick. Belichick is the best coach of all time, but at least they can do something with their offense despite their bad record. Glad to hear you guys are back. Peace from Texas. Cooper, appreciate yeah, you. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it hasn't been a great start for Stafo with Steeler Nation, but, you know, he knew it was going to be tough, and he committed. It's better times ahead, I believe, man. Like, I think we're going to talk a little bit about the Steelers in uh, the rundown, but I think this is a good test for Seifa to really stick with the team, you know? So I hope he's he's staying with them. So <clears throat> I'm going to go full transparency here because I have been a bandwagon fan since I started watching the NFL, just jumping around based on my fantasy team. Um, it was like so disappointing just having all this hope for Pickett and pickens and the guys and it's it, it's been hard and he's my keeper in a fantasy league and I, I just have him on my bench obviously and the thing that made it even harder was i got jordan love as a potential keeper now so i've been watching him and even though he looks a little shaky at times he's going crazy fantasy wise so you know the the fantasy bandwagoner bandwagoner in me is like oh do i just take it back and join the the pack but no, oh my I'm sticking. Not uh, no, I'm sticking with the Steelers, baby. Like fuck it, we just got to get rid of Matt Canada. Yeah, I'm saying we now. Uh, I need to get, I need to get Matt Canada's dusty ass back to wherever the fuck he's from. Hopefully not Canada. Tomlin, take over. You know what time it is. I still believe. And you know what? This is a better, better way to to jump on Steelers Nation than them like having some deep playoff run and me being like I'm a Steelers fan now. So I'm going to go through some pain. That's a good point. I'm going to go through some pain, and uh, it'll feel that much better when we, Steelers Nation, are back on top. And I just hope it's with our boy, Kenny Pickett. Oh, I fucking love that. As uh, any Steelers fan out there should feel pretty good about Safe sticking with it. 
going to get through these hard years and uh, <laughs> hopefully see the glory. Hey, man, it's not too late to turn around this season. I'm not giving up, but the, the most nah, predictable late, offense man. in the NFL, it's just so hard to watch, man. Like, you know, when you just watch some some quarterbacks play and you're like, they seem just so hard to stop. Like they're keeping you guessing, keeping you on your toes. First downs just come so easy. Every time I'm watching the Steelers, it just seems like so fucking impossible to get a first down. Like it's so frustrating. It's and like they were what they gotta go more more to Najee, man. Feed Najee, bro. Yo, feed him. Najee, that fucking slowest back in the fucking league. He drives me crazy right. too. Um, but anyways, what what about you and your bet? Like, are you off? You're off the wagon. I feel like you've said that on the pod when Brady left, it just wasn't the same. Like when Kobe left the late or when LeBron. Yeah, two years ago when Lakers. Brady and Gronk were gone, I I pledged allegiance to Bills Mafia. Right, it's the closest to home. I felt felt good about that. Like it's a regional thing. Um, and we go there quite often. Like we've seen a couple of NFL games in our time. The only place other than Buffalo we've gone to is Cleveland. So I just said it, it felt right, you know. I feel like I'm at home when I'm in Buffalo, yeah. the home of cold light beer and chicken wings. It's just it feels right, man. It's a good marriage, bro. Can we go to? Let's fucking go to Pittsburgh next season, man. It's too late probably to plan something for this season, but a little Pittsburgh trip would be so beast. I would feel good about that. Another blue collar town. That's how we get down. Yeah, and I know you, you and Cody wanted to go see the Penguins play too, so we could do it. I two gotta for see one. Crosby before he's done, man. Yeah, I gotta see Crosby. Yeah, and uh, anything to stay away from Jake Donnelly down there in Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy bastard, man. Uh. All right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up the post office for this week. Get your emails and voice notes into the Bunt Live at gmail.com. Welcome to the Rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. We have a very special guest, one of the greatest filmers in T-Dot skate history, Bass Lyman, a.k.a. Bass Motion, a.k.a. can't get it done in fantasy football, but oh. he's about to hop on the mic. Dude, we were just talking about Steeler Nation a little bit, and it had me thinking, man. Seifa's, uh he's on the wagon. He's pledged allegiance. He's staying there for good. Let's list the quarterbacks in the NFL who are currently worse than Kenny Pickett, man. Who you got for me, Bass? Wow, how are you trying to do me like that? <laughs> I got I got one. I got one. Who's that? We got... Actually, no, Kenny Pickett's actually the worst. <laughs> oh, he might actually be the worst quarterback in the NFL. Definitely the the, the worst keeper of all time from, from Safer's last draft, I have to say. Worst keeper. Uh, pure shit just like the only team. one who could potentially be worse at the current moment i believe is bryce young and zach, zach wilson, wilson man. actually yeah. i mean that zach guy dobbs in arizona's playing great you're not you're not going after him he's doing his thing it's just dobbs and wilson and i think pickett's just as bad as both of them pickett's basically got no juice save his team has no juice he, it's like <laughs> A complete desert out there on during his draft. There was no juice on any of his picks. <laughs> Yo, he thought he hit a diamond in the rough with Jordan Love. I did. Jordan Love's got some juice, let me tell you. 
But I can't believe the disrespect. I'm blaming Matt Canada. I'm going to stay delusional and stay believing in Pickett because the way he won all those games at the end of last year was something to behold. Zach Wilson could never. Josh Dobbs could never. Bryce Young right now. Josh Dobbs is great. I mean, he's doing his thing, but he's not like that accurate throwing deep passes. Like he'd be, he'd be getting busy running and I've been impressed, but we know Kyler's coming. He's about to be irrelevant again. Um, Kenny Pickett, in my opinion, better than Sam Howell. Um, what? What? Who else? I I need the whole you list. You can't even believe that yourself. I, I need bro. Sam Howell looks like Baker Mayfield's dusty ass out there. Oh, well, I'd Baker say he's, Mayfield's he's better than playing Baker great too. I know. How is he better? Baker Mayfield's three and one. Um, Bass is going back to work in the other room. Thank you for that guest appearance in Berlin, baby. Donald, I can't believe you're disrespecting. Me and our boy B. Cooper and the rest of Steelers Nation, man. While we're on the topic of the NFL, this story has clearly taken over the NFL world. T-Swift and Kelsey, honestly, it's kind of cheesing me. The Chiefs already kind of annoy me. They seem to get like, and I just watched that Kelsey documentary about Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. The Chiefs get every call they need in the big moment to make things happen, you know. It happened in the the Bengals uh, in the playoffs last year. Obviously, that was a penalty, but whatever. Happened in the Super Bowl. It happened last week against the fucking Jets. Whenever they need a big call, they'll get it. Now they got Taylor Swift on the bandwagon, so the calls aren't going to (laughs) stop. But if you could only bring one person to next year's bunt jam, Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey, who's it going to be? Oh, wow. I was going to say that's not even a question. That's the easiest. Oh, it's a big question, buddy. It's a big one. It is because now I'm thinking about it from more of a macro perspective. But I think for me and you, for, for our own like hype, we would obviously want Travis Kelsey there. We love Travis Kelsey. We could shotgun beers with him. We could party with him and it would just be a blast. But to get the bunch jam on a bigger scale just like worldwide exactly she's bringing new viewers kelsey's jerseys went up 400 percent jersey sales like if she pulled up to the bunt jam that would just be insane so selfishly kelsey but for the for the greater good of the bunt and the bunt jam taylor swift if we were going out for dinner or out to the bar or on a little boys trip 100 percent kelsey anything to do with business and the bunt (laughs) <laughs> and worldwide growth <laughs> Taylor Swift bro and it's not even close man we saw it when Nigel pulled up the difference stardom can make I don't even want to know what would happen if Taylor Swift was at Dunbat real shit that's <laughs> Taylor Swift at Dunbat <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be crazy kill me. <clears throat> alright let's switch over to the NBA real quick a new big three has formed. Well, actually, two. In Milwaukee, you got Giannis, you got Dame, and you got Middleton. And now in Boston, you've got Brown, Tatum, and Drew. There's big threes all over the NBA. You Chris got them down there in Phoenix. You got them. That's a big four. You got them in Golden State. I mean, you can make a case that there's a big three literally everywhere. Who... In a three-on-three tournament, much like the Bunt Jam, which NBA team 
would undoubtedly be the best. Holy shit. Wow. <clears throat> I want to say... Honestly, dude, fuck. It, I think it's got to be Giannis, Middleton, yeah. and Dame. Because we're three-on-three vets at this point. You know you need your spacer. You need your defender slash rebounder. And then you need your Chris Middleton kind of just jack of all trades. Like when you've got that big body down there with who's an energizer bunny and never runs out of gas, like that's a huge advantage. And then you just got Dame. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to get too, too specific with our tactics, <laughs> but you got Dame, you know, you, you were Giannis. I was Middleton and Leslie's Dame. You know what I'm saying? Like, we out here. That's all you need. And then you got Ants coming in, and he can also do it all. So he he's wet. He's got the the handle. Like, but yeah. You're the Swiss Army knife. Yeah, a couple Swiss art. Well, yeah, no. Ants is a Swiss Army knife. I don't know who if in this other context there's a, a fourth person coming off the bench, but I think you got to go with the Bucks, man. Mm -hmm. See the problem with Denver. Like you got Jamal and you got Jokic and then you got Michael Porter. But I think Michael Porter could be exposed in that scenario. You know? Well, I might even take Aaron Gordon for three on three. Ah, yeah. And just have that then extra size. Something there. Yeah. The one that could battle is Phoenix. They got a lot of talent in Phoenix, but I think Giannis would just bully KD around. <laughs> yeah. And... And fuck, like, yeah, Beal, Booker, KD, like, they're kind of, they don't have that girth. They're, yeah, they're too little. Giannis, Giannis and Jokic would kind of just fucking push them around. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, the Tatum, honestly, the Tatum, Brown, and Drew one would be nice too, because they'll D up. But I think, dude, the I cannot wait to see what Damon Giannis looks like on a court. That's like literal all-star shit. All-star game shit. Mm -hmm. It's crazy because Dame would have also been the perfect fit for Bam, Butler, and Dame. Oh, my God. I would have liked would've that one perfect. more because it wouldn't have tipped the scales as much. I feel like now it's like assuming they they mesh on the court, and I know those two guys want to win and don't really care about the individual stuff <clears throat> at this point in their career. So I'm assuming that's going to work well, but I feel like that automatically makes them kind of the favorite Actually, no, Boston getting Drew, they've got more depth. It's tough, but I feel like it just would have made Miami like a legit contender, but not like an overwhelming favorite, whereas Dame and Giannis makes them a bit more overwhelming. Where do you think the ultimate small lineup in Steph, Clay, and CP3 would fit in? <laughs> in the three They would three get thing? zero rebounds, Yeah, but they could do some damage on the outside. Yeah, if they got the ball first, they could beat you, and they just have to not <laughs> miss. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> oh man, this Any season's last gonna words be for the sick. Rundown? Yeah, I can't wait for the NBA season. Let's go, Steeler Nation. Kenny, let's do it big this week. He gave us a scare with that bone bruise, but we're back and we're gonna <laughs> shut up Donald and Bass this season. You get me? That's nah, not gonna happen. But all right, we'll catch y'all next week. Thank you for listening. <laughs>